All right. So we have the Gus Bus coming onto the show, one of the most hyped recruits in a long time for the Wisconsin Badgers. Uh, Gus, welcome to the show, and how are you doing today? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be on here. Absolutely. So my first question is, you were on Jordan Taylor and John Lewis' Shot of Whiskey podcast, and you mentioned when they ask you what players you emulate, I know a lot of people call you Baby uh, baby Joker, but... Um, you said Draymond Green because he lifts up his teammates with his playmaking ability and just like the little things like setting off ball screens or dribble handoffs. He creates his uh, creates opportunities for his teammates. I, I respect that, that you love somebody who raises up his teammates. But as we we're talking off camera, I, I said, I really am excited for the energy you bring. And do you think the the positive energy, the fire that you bring can kind of rub off on, on your teammates because it just seems to have been a trend lately that Wisconsin sometimes seems a little tight, a little too tense when they're out there. Do you think you can help loosen things up and, and bring some confidence to your teammates? Yeah, I think that I'm a really big energy guy. I think I always have been, um, whether it's on the bench or in the game. I think that I bring that little bit of juice that people need sometimes, uh, whether there's a big play or some, they do something well. I'm always there to give them a nice little tap or, or get on them, flex, get in their face, do whatever, yell. Um, and I think that's definitely going to bring some energy. I think that the guys the past year, sometimes, yeah, they seem a little bit like that. But I also know that there's guys who are really, really into the game. Like Connor gets really into the game. Max gets really into it. Uh, Chucky can get really into it. So I think like pairing me with those guys when they have their flashes and I have my flashes, is just going to create a good energy. And I think that I can bring some help off the bench right away my freshman year um, and kind of bring that juice when it's needed or when they need that help uh, kind of fill that hole that maybe wasn't there. But I'm, I'm just really excited to, to get on campus and just to show kind of what I can do. And one of your uh, your most recent, or maybe it's your pin video on Instagram. There, there's a clip like right away where you're just getting fired up. Um, what level of fire? Like, do you think you'll be able to bring that same level of fire that you've had in high school to the college game? Yeah. So I got the backstory behind that game. It, it, it's Peach Jam, and I don't know if anyone knows, or if you know, or anyone knows what it is. But Peach Jam's the Nike EYBL, which is the summer league. It's the final final tournament, and EYBL is the best league in in college summers or in high school high school basketball summer. So right. uh, we played in the EYBL. We qualified for Peach Jam. We were playing in a game, and we were down 15 uh, in the third quarter with like two minutes left. And after that, I just had thrown back-to-back -back outlet passes for breakaway dunks, and that was after the second one. And it brought us within two and I was just freaking out. And there was like the, the everyone was in the gym because we were the eight o'clock game at night, the last game. So everyone who had been watching like Bronny James, DJ Wagner, like the best players in the country were now watching like me. Like, so sure. I had a gym that had eight other gyms in it now was in like the smallest gym in the whole place had every single person who wanted to stay and watch was in our gym and it was just filled and I made those plays was going crazy and that it was the energy around me. So as long as the Cole center has the people in it and, and we're going, we're, we're on a run and, and they're making noise and it's a good game. I think that definitely that energy can replicate itself again. Cause I get caught up in the game and, and really get into it and get involved and, and want to get hype and want to lift everyone up and, and get the whole place going. Yeah, and, and I, I think I speak for most Badger fans here saying, I want to see that energy. I want to see that fire. And if you become a villain, I think that'd be kind of fun. But uh, yeah, so talk about your high school journey a little bit. Um, I was listening to, to the Shot of Whiskey podcast. We really 
laid it out. In your freshman year, you didn't play much. I believe you're on the freshman team. And then, and you were out west. And I, I, did you switch schools every year of high school? Yeah, I've been I've been to a different school every year of high school. But a lot of it has been circumstantial, and I think that gets overlooked. Like when people talk about it, they're like four high schools in four years. This kid's gonna be out of Wisconsin in a year or two. Like transfer, no no chance. But I think a lot of people forget that one year I broke my foot and sat for eight months, and then the other year there was a national pandemic. So like. Two of those years got to be accounted for a little bit. And then my senior year, I definitely had the chance to stay at the school I was at and finish. Um, but I wanted to challenge myself a little bit more. I wanted to play against the best players in the country. And I wasn't going to get to do that. I was going to get to play probably three games against Division One bigs, maybe four, um, to where I played in a conference with four and five stars on every single team coming off the bench even. So I played against the best players in the country. I know that I kind of set myself up to play playing the closest thing I could to a college schedule. So I think that a lot of people will get scared when they hear four high schools in four years, but that's just kind of the back backstory behind it. Sure. And, and, and so just to kind of going off of that, your freshman year, you didn't play that much around the freshman no. team, sophomore year, you broke your foot, you're out for eight months. Um, now you, you've got two years under your belt of consistent playing time. Do you think you're just kind of beginning to scratch the surface of the athlete and the player that you can be? And, yeah. you, and the fact that you challenged yourself so much this last year. Yeah. So my freshman and sophomore year, like I was, a, I was a thinner kid in middle school, my freshman and sophomore year, because I wasn't really challenging myself in practice or off the court. Um, and because I broke my foot, I, I got fluffier. I got pretty big. Like I blew up. Um, I, I was kind of thicker. And then like my junior, my senior year, I, I just started lifting weights seriously. And like, I started to learn what nutrition was and kind of like, focus on my body a little bit. And in the past nine months, I've lost 35 pounds and oh, wow. I'm getting skinnier and skinnier every day. Like the, the progression is just starting for me. I'm starting to lift heavier weights. Like I think that a lot of people are going to be surprised when they start to see like the pictures of me in the uniforms on media day. And when they start to pop up more and more, cause my body's changed a lot. And I think that I'm definitely just scratching the surface of the player that I can be. Um, like this year alone, I made huge strides in my shooting. I went from being a, a low 30, high 20% shooter to a high 30, 40% shooter from three. Um, and kind of just my feel for the game keeps growing and growing. I keep getting smarter and smarter and knowing what to expect from good players and, and not making silly mistakes and kind of tightening my game up. And I think that a lot of it is going to apply to the next level because I keep playing with good players and I know how to kind of be not be the only guy not be the main scorer and, and lead player and I know how to fit into the style of, of a team in a system and sure. kind of be a, a team player take charges set good screens play hard defense like do what it needs to do what needs to be done for however long they need me to play sure and and, and you, you know you mentioned how you challenged yourself going against the best guys this last year what have you been doing in your your own game? Like when you're you're training right now, what are you focusing on to put yourself in the best position to get playing time and a good amount of playing time next year? Um, I think that right now I'm really working on my shooting. I think that uh, Badger Bigman had a really good year, but I think that we kind of lacked a little bit on shooting. 
Um, and that's what's kind of been a good thing for us in the past is the ability to pick and roll. So I definitely want to be able to come in and be able to stretch the floor a little bit, hit some threes, kind of make them play me on the outside because if they play me on the outside, then they can't play me on the inside as much. Uh, sure. And I'm a really good player around the rim, really strong, use my pump fakes well. So I think uh, being able to stretch the floor is a really big priority. And then <clears throat> skill moves I can use against bigger players because – now I'm going to be going against seven foot seven footers who are the same strength as me and not just skinny. So I'm working on kind of different ways I can get over them and different ways I can get into them, different finishes that I can do with bigger guys. And then I'm really working on defense. Um, we play pickup a lot and uh, they set ball screens. And instead of doing drop coverages or quick hots or getting up on the ball for a second and getting back. Um, I'm doing switches. So I'm guarding our point guards and our shooting guards off ball screens now, kind of isolation in three on three and four on four games. So I can improve my lateral foot speed so that I get used to having to guard the quicker guards in the big 10. And I'm kind of getting bumped by them, getting hit around so that I know what it's used to when I get a guy who's just as fast and even stronger and gives me a shoulder. Uh, so I'm just trying to do way like find ways to improve my game on offense and defense through playing. So a bunch of ways uh, like playing pickup, getting out and pick up and then working on my threes, pick and pop, uh, pick and pop shot into a, a one dribble floater, different different things I can do that'll translate to the next level of kind of craftiness that I'll have to rely on instead of just pure force. And I love to see a floater. Like I'd love to see. Because I feel like it's been a while since we've seen someone at Wisconsin who's got like a good, good floater. So I, I'd love to see that. Um, but what does a day in your life look like right now? Now that you're done with your basketball season, what does a day in the life of Gus Bus look like? Uh, so now that the season's over, um, I'd say like a weekday, I'm waking up around 5.45, 5.50, and I'm, I'm going into the weight room. Uh, for our, our team lift or an individual lift or run at 6 a.m. Uh, do that from 6 to 7, uh, 7 to 8, get ready for school, eat breakfast, go to school from 8 to eight to 3. Um, and then we've got workouts at, at 4 o'clock, and we work out from about 4 to 5.30 on, on court, uh, 4 to 6, 5 to 6, whenever, probably like an hour, hour and a half. Uh, and then I go get dinner. And then some nights I'll go back and I'll do like 20 minutes on the rowing machine or 20 minutes on the elliptical and then I'll stretch. Uh, some nights I don't do that. It, it all depends. Probably like once or twice a week I'll go in and, and hit a three a day. Um, but right now I'm, I'm like focusing on, on challenging myself and getting on like being comfortable being uncomfortable um, because I know that in about a month and a half, my comfortability is not going to be considered. Like I'm, I'm going to a camp, a school that plays in the big 10 where you get hit every single game and you play the best players and they don't call little West coast fouls. You got to play hard. You got to play like a blue collar. It's blue collar basketball. So yeah. got to go out and, and give it my all. So I'm kind of like working on getting up early and doing things that I don't want to do so that when I have to get to Wisconsin, I'm I'm not so upset when I'm doing things that are not fun. Yeah. Well, well I, I have two two reactions to, to what you just said. One is I better get up my get off my ass and get to the gym. The, hearing all that, that's motivating. That I, I got I gotta do better. If you're doing all this, I gotta at least get to the gym today. But two, um, you sound very wise for your age. I imagine you're eighteen right now. I you just turned nineteen. I'm a little older. Sure. Okay. But you sound wise beyond your years at this point um do you think 
a, a reason that is is because you stepped out of your comfort zone and you left the state of Wisconsin to, to go play elsewhere. Um, do you think that helped you kind of grow up quicker? Yeah, 100%. So I moved away from my mom when I was 15. So my mom and I, like, I, I didn't, like, leave her. Or she's not a part of my life anymore. But I moved, like, out of the house for school. I went to California and I lived with the host family. Then I went to boarding school my sophomore year, boarding school my junior year, boarding school my senior year. So my mom hasn't really played, like, the active role of a mom cooking me dinner, doing my laundry, doing everything for me. And I don't have a dad, so it's always been me and my mom. So going to California and living with a new family made me, like, have to rely on – things other than my mom and I had to learn to get rides learn to do a bunch of other things like where I wasn't depending on my mom and then boarding school I didn't have a host family anymore so I had to learn to do my own laundry I had to learn to like the value of picking up after myself having a clean bed keeping a clean space like I had to learn why that was all important I had to worry about doing my schoolwork on time and getting that in and how valuable it, it was to do that and time management making sure that I had time to go see my friends but I was also doing my work and getting the extra time in the gym so I think that yeah the four years at four different schools has given me so many opportunities and so much knowledge like going into college I feel like I'm a step ahead of a lot of people because I put myself out there and I did these things and I went to these hard schools that I had to have difficult conversations at and do hard work at on top of the basketball instead of just going to basketball schools and and then going to the just basketball schools and really working hard so I've kind of I've dipped my feet in a little bit everywhere and I've experienced a lot and I definitely think that I'm 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 ready for my my freshman year a little bit absolutely no <laughs> that's super impressive that just kind of leaves me speechless yeah that that's some next level maturity a lot of I mean most freshmen go in and they they just are kind of clueless but you have a good grasp on things you got some great perspective so that's that's awesome to hear and um just kind of switching over back to Badger basketball you are a true Badger fan listening to you talk about Badger basketball you know what you're talking about uh I heard you say that you were playing NCAA basketball and winning national championships. One, you had to be pretty young at that time. Yeah. Like, my mom, were you... Yeah, my mom for my birthday, she took my PlayStation into the uh, technology guys that would like fix your computers and stuff. And she's like, hey, I know you can like download rosters onto games. Can you can you do this for me for my son for his birthday? I'll pay you. And they're like, yeah, sure. We'll do it. And like, they did it. They downloaded the 2014, 2015 roster on NCAA basketball, 2010 on my PlayStation. And I would play that every single day for like four hours. It got so bad. My mom would come in, take my PlayStation, unplug it and hide it from me. So I couldn't <laughs> play it anymore. Like it was, I, I had an addiction. It was so bad, but yeah, like I love Badger sports to me has been my favorite sport, like to watch ever for for as long as i can remember oh that's awesome that's awesome dude I, I you might need to send over the flash drivers something the 14 15 rosters dude i i wish there was an ncaa basketball for that yeah. team for that squad yeah. and uh what was that was that 14 15 team kind of your first badger basketball memories or yeah i remember that's pretty much like when i first got into it like i remember watching them when I was a little kid but I didn't really know the players as much but like once Frank Kaminsky started to kind of get relevant I started to like really pay attention and then since then I've known their starting five by name since then and I could name I I probably couldn't name them all but I could definitely name a lot of players that people don't remember sure it, it, give me one of your favorite Badger basketball memories as a fan 
Uh, probably as a fan. When they beat Kentucky, I was at my, my grandpa's house uh, in Wisconsin. I had moved to Nebraska at the time. So, like, I was ostracized for being a Badger fan. Nobody <laughs> liked me. They hated me. So, I got to watch it with, like, real Wisconsinites, my grandparents and my mom. And I just remember sitting there and staying up late because uh, it was spring break and we were visiting. And I remember staying up late and, and watching, and I was like, there's no way they win. And then the, it was the best game ever, and I was jumping up and down, freaking out, running around. It was, it was awesome. That's definitely my favorite memory. I was like, they beat them. They beat them 38-1, and 38-1. I was so excited. That's, that, was, that was awesome for sure. When you're a Wisconsin Badger, is your goal to be kind of like that next 14-15 squad where you can inspire the next Gus Bus, you know, eight years down the road where – he was a little kid watching you play and going on a run. And, and is that kind of the goal when you're there to create your own legacy and, and, and make Wisconsin basketball better than what it is right now? Yeah, I mean, that's the goal. That's the dream. Um, I, I, I feel like I figured out high school a little bit and I've kind of mastered that. So I've got that in my back pocket, but I don't know what college is. It's a whole different beast. So I'm going to have to rely on our guys like Tyler coming back is really, really big. Steve being there, Chucky being there. Like those are all guys who are experienced players who know what they're doing and, and they're going to help me learn stuff so that I can be able to make that run. And I think that without them and, and me being there, it wouldn't be possible. Like I couldn't just come in and, and lead us on a run because I have no idea what to expect. I think that having their experience and their leadership is going to, boost me and get me to the position where I need to be to eventually lead a team and eventually get that far. But I think those guys are going to be really pivotal to our success over the next couple of years that could lead us to another deep run, even after, or if we make a deep run with the squad we have now. I just got one more thing for you. Um, and that's a rapid fire round. Um, so I'll just give you a bunch of questions and just answer in a timely fashion. Sound all right. Sounds good. Okay. First one. Favorite Badger basketball player of all time? Frank Kaminsky. I, I kind of knew that one. Well, let's go second favorite Badger basketball player of all time. Uh, Ethan Happ. Dogs or cats? Dogs. Favorite food? Mac and cheese. Favorite holiday? Christmas. Toughest player you've ever had to guard? Um, Jalen Duran. Favorite movie? Uh, Step Brothers. MJ or LeBron? LeBron. Uh, favorite sport outside of basketball? Hockey. All right. Well, thank you very much, Gus Bus. That's all I got for you. I really appreciate you coming on the show. Uh, uh, I think you're going to win over a lot of fans, and I think the Gus Bus might have some serious uh, profitability in the future with NIL. So I go cash so. out, Gus. That's the goal. That's the goal. I mean, I've got, I'm working on a little bit right now, but I think they've got to see me in the jersey hear me around campus, talk to me. And then I think the, the, the bucks will start rolling and I hope. Yeah, I can see it. I can definitely see it. So guys, thanks again for coming on the show and I'm looking forward to staying connected along the way. Sounds good for sure. Thank you so much.